0: You wanted to give your thoughts on what you've read so far so that we, you can have some relevant contribution to this podcast, and then you can go, and we'll continue from where we left. Uh,
1: who else thought P.S. was going to say, so you can be relevant?
0: <laughs> Not <laughs> <me>. <laughs> All
1: right, let me uh, go on mute for one second. I'll be right back, and then I will jump in.
0: Ryan informed me earlier that he likes it. So. Oh, he
2: told me that he liked it. I talked to him yesterday.
0: Yeah, he's, yeah, he's you, like, yeah. yes yeah, it was yeah. yesterday that he said he liked it. I, I forget one, one day just runs into the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm hooked. I'm like, I told you, yeah, you just a had to give time. it time. Yeah. It, it was, was like, like after reading, it. absolutely he, yeah. no
3: reason. There's absolutely no reason for him to not like this book.
0: I yeah, know, and, like, and he, I he hated it before. I want to like replay what he said last week to him now because he was like full of vitriol. Well, and he, I told him, I'm like, I. There's no reason for him not
2: to like it. I'm like, you're thinking about it too much. I don't know what you're analyzing. The cra- <laughs> I wanted to say some of the crap you watch and you can't read this book.
0: can. <laughs> <Jen! laughs>
3: yeah, like, well, no, seriously, some of the, like, fix he's forced himself to read.
0: It's serious. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he sticks with, I don't know, it's like he's punishing himself. And actually, I'm kind of pooped out that Richard bailed
2: because I have a whole thing that I want to talk about tonight. And of course, now he's not here. And he's one of the reasons that made me think about it. And boo to Richard. Boo!
0: Boo, Richard. Boo. Boo.
4: Boo! Boo!
0: Do we have a boo sound
2: effect? Why do you do this? Yeah, I think so. They would have killed Wesley if I hadn't done it.
3: Ooh, speaking of sound effects, I just uploaded a whole bunch of stuff and I uploaded fasten Fast Zip. Fast and
0: Zip. Yay! I'm so, zip. so happy. Fast and Zip is like up there. It might be, I think, it, if it gets used liberally We're enough, ahead, then it might be my are? second favorite sound effect. You know, been,
1: well, it could
0: have gone far, but I lost it. What did you lose, Ryan? I'll play
2: it back. I wonder if he knows he's not on mute anymore.
0: I know. I'm just sort of wondering to hear if anything interesting will happen, like like (laughs) the week off podcast. (laughs) I'm starting to wonder if I should walk away. (laughs) Well, something he lost something, and she's helping him look for
4: it. I wonder what it
0: is. Let's see if we can guess what he lost.
4: I don't want to know. You going up? (laughs) (laughs) See, (laughs) kissed. Oh, imagine. That
0: That's cute? so
3: sweet. Yeah. Well, I have you kissing your iPod. Or your iPad. Ah, uh, phone.
0: Oh, uh, did I? Did I? Did I kiss
3: him? Yes. Oh, yes.
0: I kissed him again.
3: You kissed who?
1: <laughs> Saul. Oh, God.
0: He's wonderful. <laughs>
3: well,
1: what was oh. the thing you asked me today? Oh, no. It was, um, she she got to the death. She got to the, um,. Londo Jakar Vision on oh. on B5, and she asked me if Jakar pulled a Saul. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? She's, she's like, does he lose an eye? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the hell? Are, well, you spelled Jakar wrong, so I'm like...
0: My <laughs> phone corrects it. It makes me call Death Seth.
1: Yeah, I'm, I keep trying to figure out who the hell Seth is, either.
0: Because every I time light. I send a message on the phone, it auto-corrects Death to Seth.
1: Well, that's why I'm like that. nervous if I ever I get an it. iPhone because like PS will send me messages all the time and there'll be like pound signs in the middle of the words. I'm like the keyboard cannot be all that good if even you're having. I'm support. not.
0: I'm not really good at typing on it. I'm. I. I'm not really good at typing on it, but I get my message across most of the time. I feel.
1: Okay. Well. Yay. Yeah. Pretty much. All right. So I'm ready here so if you guys want to start it i'll just be part of it and you can ask me whatever questions and i can give comments and i'll get the hell up i'm
2: feeling really i'm feeling really good this is gonna be my my first podcast on vicodin i thought we had
1: one with you on vicodin no huh right right you sound like you're in the dryer i sound like i'm in the dryer yes am i still in the dryer yes I'm in the dryer. did hmm. your podcast with
0: video? me on Viking get lost? Did we like do it and then we decided that it got it went nowhere? Or did uh, that
1: kept? I honestly don't remember if you were on Viking.
0: So that there was definitely a point in time, two points in time where I actually sure I was on Viking and we did a podcast. It was you, me, and she and Book of Morgan.
1: I don't have any memories.
0: That. that might have been the that might have been the one that didn't
2: go didn't anywhere. Happen. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah.
1: We realized she was mm and typing yep. and, yeah. and we
2: had to re record and re record and re record and it Yes.
1: There was one that we had to keep doing over and over. I'm like, I think we've lost our mojo.
2: Yeah. I, I
0: think,
1: yeah. Was- oh, and I have listened now to the final episode twice. Brenna keeps getting better with every re-listen. Nice. I can't wait I can't wait. Having- well,
0: this is the second time we've, re- we've talked at the same time.
1: This is the second time that we've talked at the same time?
0: Death Earl and I, we, before we both said Fast and Zip at the same time, and now we just said <laughs> I can't wait to hear it at the same time.
1: I yeah, do so. laugh. There's an episode where Garibaldi <laughs> can't remember a password, and he's, like, trying everything. He's like, Fast and Zip!
4: all right
1: so i am ready i've got my little kindle in front of me here i am turning the light on so i can see the damn kindle you are still in the dryer i am in the dryer why am i in the dryer i hate being in. The
0: dryer. you actually got worse so whatever you did to
4: fix it i didn't
0: and, fix it i was you lying, were to you. Before. I was
1: lying to you. in the dryer before i was so. lying to you i didn't do a damn thing all right hang on how about now that's a little better keep better. Going. well i unplugged
4: Pretty,
0: that's kind of better you're you just you're just tapping stuff, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm adjusting. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's, the the hypo, it's the it's the hypo hypo school of medicine. Yeah, how's, here, and then how's I'm gonna, that?
1: That sounds yeah. I'm
0: gonna reverse the polarity. Did that do anything? Yeah.
1: How how about now? <laughs>
0: That's
4: terrible.
1: Well, I I literally didn't move. I'm getting worse. All right. How about how about that? <laughs>
4: that sounds good. Okay. What did you, and what did you do? I
1: moved the laptop an inch to the left. Funny.
4: So, <laughs> Funny.
0: <laughs> well, I'm now uh-huh.
1: closer than I'm now closer than Maryland. I have no idea what the hell I just did.
0: Hi, Ryan.
1: Hi, P.S. How are you?
0: I'm fine. Uh, so this is
1: gonna be very exciting. All right, you guys start the Ed, damn thing.
0: welcome back. Can
1: I do it? Well, you can do it, but yeah, I was in the middle of saying do it, and you start doing it. And I'm it, gonna
0: <laughs> <it's brilliant. laughs> do it.
1: All right. I was
3: there at the dawn
1: of the second season of the
3: Performance first- it was a port of call for fans for a hundred fans. It could be a dangerous place, but we accepted the risk because the proof of exchange was our last best hope for conversation. And this is our story.
1: Welcome back to the Puffwa
0: Exchange. I'm P.S. I'm Deathroll. I'm
4: Two.
1: And I'm Ryan. I wanted to go last. I've never gone last before. That was exciting. That was nice.
0: Woohoo! Am I still I in the dryer? One. I don't think so. No one
1: knows? Okay, I, I've been in the dryer earlier this evening. If people listening to this haven't listened to, like, episode 47 of Puffwa, they have no idea what I'm talking about. I was in the washing machine. <laughs> and now I'm out.
2: <laughs> I think so, that we need to start out with something that's important that came up for me after we recorded the last Episode of Poofball Poo Exchange.
3: Uh huh. And what was and it, that?
2: And it kind of in regards to Ryan hopping in here on the second episode. And I think what I want to know. And this will help us bring Ryan up to where we are. Is where each of us got
0: hooked, and what about this book makes us happy? Well, I don't really want to say like where exactly I got hooked because I feel that that's spoiling it for Ryan.
1: Well, let me do this because I think where people are going to be so tripping. Or, people are going to be let's, tripping over me all evening because I feel like I'm let's let's the helmet. Let's do of
0: the, the Ryan guy. segment and then we'll discuss. Spoilers. Well, I guess,
2: I guess, I right. guess, my my question okay. is, is that when you got this series you've got this book in your hand and we're doing this podcast and we're saying that this is you know the best series that we've read in ages and it's it's worth the time for us to podcast until we die on this and <laughs> and and there's, that seems that like
1: left, something sorry. we would promise so there's nothing
2: seem- left and then you know it's worth their time you know to wait for george to write the fifth book Um, Why is it worth reading?
1: Let me take that first, just because I'll probably be the one to to leave first. Now, I forget how much of me was in last week's episode. I sound like I'm a product. When I first picked up this story, I read the prologue of it. And something came up, and I put the story down. So then a couple weeks went by, and I'm like, I'm going to start the prologue again. So I read the prologue again. Then something else happened, and I had to put the book down. So I read the prologue like four times before I started to get into the first, I believe the first chapter was, a brand chapter, I can't recall. And I kind of started from there going through it. And I guess the issue for me was when I started reading the prologue, it seemed almost like a Lord of the Rings hobbit type of journey. It's like four guys and the three guys, you know, in the woods and, and you know, just the snark between them and very tight characterization. And then when I started the book itself, to me, it seemed just so expansive and there were so many different characters and I felt like I didn't get enough characterization on them to really distinguish them and there was so much background and there was so many different unearthly words I had to learn and you know just the history of this entire world was getting dropped to me. It was really really hard for me to get into it where it really hooked me was actually yesterday when i was reading it hooked me the segment on john snow and him in the great hall so to speak and just his observations of everyone and the differences between him and his half siblings and then when he speaks to his uncle I believe it's or his half uncle out in the courtyard afterwards and the dialogue there for whatever reason just hooked me
0: it can't be half uncle you it's all, it's really Is it all good, or not? It's, it's, it's actually it all, you're involved. right, it's, it's all. Because it's his father's brother. It's the father's side.
1: yeah, the father's can't side.
0: can't okay. have a half-uncle.
1: <laughs> I could try. He is a dwarf, P.S., or uh, I apologize if that's a little too close no, to home. No,
0: he's not. No, he's, he's, he's not. Tyrion isn't related at all, but.
1: Hold on, well, did I know that at that point? Yeah, should have, Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was. Okay, no, I'm sorry. He is. His uncle's
0: is, there too. He's No, hold on. Man.
1: This is Ned. Okay. Ben, and then S- so John's there. father is Ned, whose wife is Caitlin. Is it pronounced Caitlin? Yes. yes. Is Caitlin. Yes. Caitlin's brother is the dwarf. No. 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 Definitely not. Okay. How is the dwarf related to Caitlin? He's, He's not.
0: not. He's so, not. Tyrion is the brother in law of the king, who's Ned's friend.
3: Well, okay. Tyrion. Tyrion is the brother of Queen Cersei. Got it!
1: Okay, this is the problem I had when I first started. I'm one of those people, before I can move to Chapter 2, I have to really make sure I get Chapter 1, or else I feel like I need to keep reading it again. And I don't know what it was about this story, but I felt like I had to just keep reading it over and okay. over
3: and over. you gotta remember, these chapters are all written from character perspective. Right. The first chapter is written from the perspective of an 8-year-old boy. Right.
1: Move on. No, I understand right. that. But my thing is, unless I... And I feel like I I enjoyed the story more as I've been reading it the last couple of days. Other than this one moment where I forgot where the dwarf belonged, but like I felt like if I understood how the characters were related to each other, I was able to absorb more from it. Otherwise, I feel like if I just keep reading and I'm not really following what I'm reading, or if I'm not really getting the relationships and what I'm reading, I don't enjoy the story because I feel like I'm phoning it in. So well, you're gonna,
2: but you're gonna enjoy it anyway. Yeah. And yeah. you're still not gonna understand the depth of the relationship. <laughs> you're still yeah. You're yeah. still not gonna follow it until you maybe read it the second or the third time. You're not gonna understand the depth of some of these relationships.
4: Okay. So you way. will
0: you will get like a, a certain like this is only this I have this is my first reread. I read the whole thing through okay. once and I actually haven't touched it until now when we're doing these podcasts. What I'm getting out of it on reread, I understood the story the first time through, but this time through it's more like Oh, so that guy was Oh, he was there. Is that kind of thing? It's well, no, not, the thing it's, is, yeah. It's minor, minor stuff, but It's, it's like when you way. go into
1: a story and like usually there's a point, usually a few chapters into the story where it clicks for you and then you keep reading and then you go back and you read it again and reading that beginning again you notice all the things that you didn't catch the first time because it hadn't clicked for you yet. My problem with the story was I felt like I got too far into it before I clicked, so I felt like I was missing stuff that any ordinary person... But or... you
0: but you really don't. Okay. You really don't no, because it's all I parent- was not hooked yet, I'll tell you. I mean, I will say probably, if we're going to share what hooked us, I'm probably the last to get really hooked. And when, okay. I, when I say hooked, like, I was reading it, like, out of obligation to Mike mm-hmm. until a certain point and I'll tell you when that was but that's a spoiler Well for me it was
1: dialogue I mean I'm obviously I got I don't know with what it is I keep confusing the relationship between Caitlin and her sister who just lost her husband, I keep confusing their relationship, and I keep thinking that that's Caitlyn's relationship with the Queen. I don't know if they're just the only, ma- you know...
0: Caitlyn and the Queen really aren't connected. That's the thing, and I,
1: I think it's because there's so many characters, I just kind of morph them in my head, and I just see that relationship with the reason. Like no. Caitlyn's
0: sister hasn't appeared in the story yet. You haven't right. met her.
1: Which, maybe that's what's, oddly enough, throwing me off. Maybe it's that we have a Queen who we really haven't seen much of at the point I'm at, and we have Caitlyn's sister who we get this backstory to, and the fact that Husband died, and all these different things. In my head, I'm like, "Oh, that must be the same person," because I have this woman over here, and I have all these characters. I know they're important.
3: Relationship between the Starks and the royal house is between
1: Ned and Robert. Right. I'm sorry, I just was picturing Robert from *Spellcast* because I was just him. he is actually not the king. Okay.
2: And if you understand that it's between Ned and Robert and
0: that yeah, it's Ned's kid- Ned and Robert are tight, they're BFFs and they want their <laughs> kids to get married.
1: I got, it. no, I did follow that and I do yeah, enjoy and- the fact that there's a little salt high thing and an XO thing going on there and that gets PS all excited. I can even tell.
0: Yeah. And that, and that
2: Ned's kids find the dire wolves. Yep. And you know, there's some symbolism there. If you if you've gotten that much so far, then that's really about as much as
0: you're required to get. At this point, yeah. you know, I obviously
1: got the symbolism of the fact and that John's is had the a albino. Danny. I
0: think he's had one Danny.
1: I've gone through the first Danny chapter, and I, uh, yeah. I want to kill Danny's brother, name who escapes me. He obviously sees himself as the center of the universe, and I guarantee Ned and Robert could honestly not pick him out of a lineup at this point. It's, right, right, know, right. And he that the, they're fixated um, on him throughout the day, and the fact that John's direwolf is an albino obviously a lot of symbolism there.
3: Yeah, for the most part, the Danny stuff is entirely disconnected from what's going. Going on right. Right. In, in the main part of It's disconnected
0: now it at is, the point where all the written books, all the currently published books, Danny has not met the other characters, basically.
1: Well, there's a ju- there's an ocean between them, more or Exactly. Or less.
3: But, I mean, it, Robert is tangentially aware of what's going on over there because right. he's got some informants, but their worlds don't really cross. There's a few things that you will notice on a reread after you're more familiar with the world, and you'll go, oh, 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 okay, yeah. okay, okay. But the, the storytelling is not really connected.
1: The yeah. focus of the plot
3: is not crossing over
1: right right and just to give you the idea I, I honestly i'm the newbie here and this is my first time reading something like this and at the same time i'm reading this i'm watching babylon 5 which is also a novel but it's it's visual as opposed to something that that, that you read and sometimes obviously it, it's easier to see something than it is to read something because it's just it's 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 training wheels and it's something where well you and you also to-
2: need to remember to rely on the appendix in the back because if you forget who someone is. Right. And I'm reading it on you.
1: a Kindle, so it's hard for me, but I'm actually, I've been reading at work lately. So I've had the wiki page up and I've been reading just the first line just to remember yeah. who is, who's who. And just to give you an idea, I do know what you're talking about. There's a very, very, very complicated plot point on Babylon 5 that I have, I've watched this episode many times over the last. Fifteen years, because I believe it was made in nineteen ninety-five. I've watched the episode repeatedly. I just understood a big chunk of the episode last week. I finally nice. it clicked, and it's been yeah. fifteen years, so I do understand the fact that maybe I won't get it the first time. But so,
0: like, how far are you now? I know when we talked earlier this afternoon, you were reading an ar- reading the first aria, but did you get past that? I
1: was, in I I uh, finished the John chapter, and I had a few minutes left in my lunch. The first so
2: aria, the first aria, is really early.
1: Yeah, that's literally where I am. I was stuck for the longest time with Ned and Robert in the basement of the, of the castle around his sister and brother's and father's grave. And that's, and something else came up and I had to put the book down for a few days and I literally started it again yesterday and I plowed through it every moment I could read and I ended up today. It's with Arya and John watching the others practice below is the point I'm at.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: Yep. Uh. <laughs> There are a lot of disappointed ahs on the line I'm sensing right now.
0: Well no, give us, we're just, I think she's just disappointed that you're so early in this story because she thought maybe you were later. What are, what are your impressions so far? Just, you know, generally the, and, you know, the different characters, like who's yeah. standing out for you?
1: The characters are coming alive more. I'm liking Jon Snow a lot because he's different from the other characters and because he has that different relationship with everyone else. He gets to view the family a little bit differently than everybody else does. Ned is standing out to me more than he was when I was first reading it because he is the, or seems to be the very quiet, almost introverted very considerate, like he he doesn't act preemptively it seems he he, he stops and, and he's more passive than certainly Robert would be so that was different than the first, because the first time I read the him, he was chopping the guy's head off. So that was something that I wasn't expecting. Even though it, the more I think about it, the characterization was pretty consistent. I I was talking about PS today. I really like the character of Arya, because she's not like her sister, and she and, and just some of the great characterization. I forget the line. They, there's something that her sister is one thing, and Arya is compared to like a blacksmith or something. She's just like a tomboy, and she's not. Arya has
0: the hands of a blacksmith. It's <laughs> the hands of a mm-hmm. blacksmith
1: or something. There's just it was uh, that line, maybe a laugh. I just thought that was great, and there are distinctions in the characters which are nice i just read the section where ned decides he's gonna leave and caitlin is realizing that she's gonna lose half of her children and you get more on john snow's status within the family and caitlin sees him almost as in the front because this other woman gave ned the son that looks like him and he truly truly cares about and she couldn't do that so she Takes it out on John and in that relationship there, I thought was great. So I don't know. The more I'm reading it, the characters seem to be becoming more distinctive, which is nice. And I'm not sure where the story's going. Obviously, we know there was there's a murder plot in here now, but. The characters are more distinct from each other, and once I get a sense of the characters, I can enjoy the story a lot more. If I don't know who the hell anyone is, I'm not going to be able to.
2: I think you got a pretty good grip on
1: yeah, it. You're, you're getting yeah. it. Basically, you're, you're at this work.
0: point, the biggest plot thread is the murder or murder of John Aaron. Like figuring out if it was murder and if it was who did it and why.
3: That's what we're trying to
1: find out. We're trying to find out who killed him and where and with what. There's no need to shout. I'm not shouting. All right, I am.
3: I'm shopping, I'm shopping, I'm shouting! right, right, right. There's a couple of other subplots that are going to come along very soon for you. The
0: next he's right before the chapter. the, right.
1: Brand. yeah, right, right. The next exactly. chapter he
0: reads is the brand chapter,
1: okay, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you what. If you don't have any more questions for me, I'm actually go. I have the book in front of me now. I'm going to so it's the chapter after the Aria chapter. Mm-hmm. It's a big All right. one, yeah, I'm gonna go yep. on. I'm gonna log out here. I'm going to go unmute here. I'm going to just keep reading, and I will, if it works for you, come back and give you my thoughts as I get to the big chapter.
0: That would be excellent. That would be excellent if you gave us your real-time feedback interspersed into the podcast. You no, know don't do I won't even
1: listen to what you're you're doing. We did this for the Order of the Phoenix commentary. 'cause this is my first time seeing it. I'll just start screaming into the line. Yeah. Like Gen 2 could be making the most brilliant point ever and I'll be like, oh my God <laughs> And
0: I, I and I said that we wouldn't be doing commentaries on books because it's generally very difficult.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's before you <laughs> met me. Alright, I'm I'm logging out of here. Have fun. I'll be back.
2: All right.
0: So, All right. Okay. And... I have one
2: other thing before oh, we start sure. plowing through. I started thinking about this too after the last podcast. Yeah, oh
0: yeah. We can also share where we got hooked because I didn't want to while Ryan was here, but we can now. Oh. So You say say your thing if you want. That was just something I, I was holding for later because. Well, my other thing is
2: another thing, but where I got hooked, Arya hooked me.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Arya in her stitches and her blacksmith hands.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: The, li- the little yeah. girl. She hooked she's me.
3: definitely a character.
2: Yeah, I think she's one of my, I think she is probably my favorite character.
0: Yeah, in- she, she's my she's my favorite we know at this podcast point. My actual favorite character, we don't get to the next book, but.
3: Very good. The moment I got hooked, I can't really articulate because it's been so long. I've read the book several times. I've been waiting for that. Urgh. George to release the fifth book. Yeah. So I, I can't really uh, tell you what the point is that hooked me. I, I remember being very shocked that the first chapter features an execution by beheading. I said, Oh, well, this is going to be interesting. And I don't remember paying all that much attention to the prologue. It seemed a bit generic, and it's only upon reread that I really develop an appreciation for what's going on in there. But I just remember that execution being very vivid, and I say, oh, well, I'm going to see what happens. So I think maybe you could say it would be fair to say that I've been hooked from the beginning.
0: Now I will share where I got hooked because it, I am correct in saying that it took me the longest. I know I was enjoying it and I was reading it, but it wasn't until the purge of Starks. From King's Landing, specifically the scene where they come for Arya, that I was completely hooked.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very, very. where perfect. she
0: runs, and Serio is presumably killed. Yeah, right,
3: that's, right.
0: Pretty, that's really compelling. Time
3: he stays to cover her escape, and
0: that was it. You know, like that, like before, like I, like I liked the character of Arya, but it seemed it didn't the 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 story didn't completely hook me until. That point was when I absolutely had to know what happened next.
2: Mm-hmm. I, you know, that I think at that point too, when Syrio, let's well, you know, is so a weapons her-
3: master. He's a hired instructor. He has no real personal <laughs> right. loyalty except as a teacher to his student. And I said, this guy is going to sacrifice himself to let her escape. That's really, really noble.
2: Yeah, and so. So this, you know, so that dynamic between Arya and her instructor, you know, something about that was really, really compelling for me and how he teaches her to catch the cats and she's balancing on her toes and she just turns into this totally different child with him. You know, she's she's doing things that she wouldn't do and she's she's exploring the castle and she goes and finds the, you know, the dragon heads and I mean, she just, she's going down into deep, dark creepy places because she's like I'm not a little girl I'm a water dancer or I am a knife or I am a sword or you know I'm whatever he says that I can be and you know he teaches her that she really has a lot of power you oh know? yeah and
0: I, I did I know I, I read the last hundred or so pages in one sitting because Very if nice. he hadn't if he hadn't been
2: there I don't think if he hadn't been there and she hadn't learned from him the things that she had learned she wouldn't have survived
3: oh definitely not no way in hell.
2: not just because of what he taught her how to wield a weapon I think he just taught her a lot about mind over mat- yeah mind over matter you know what she could put her mind to what she could do you know what she could overcome so that's yeah aria' is a really I really dig Arya okay so did we we pretty much all said didn't we
3: I think mm-hmm. we did it's just the three of us
2: oh yes that's kind of sweet Don't turn Now, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, because it was driving me nuts during the last podcast, and I didn't say anything, and I wanted to research it before I brought it up, because I didn't want to sound like a moron. Okay. (laughs) Everybody's got these different pronunciations of the names. Okay. I'm very attached to my pronunciations.
3: Which one were we talking about specifically?
2: Specifically, Jamie and Jame.
3: Oh, yes. I remember that.
2: And so... That got me to thinking, you know, is there a pronunciation or a somewhat, I don't want to say correct pronunciation, because I think in literature, it's always going to be left to however you visualize it in your mind, however you say it in your mind, how you read it for yourself Uh is how it's always going to be. Unless you're saying Quarace. Yeah. (laughs) Or Smith. But but obviously this...
0: Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. Did
4: someone say Draco Malfoy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, this is coming out
2: on HBO. So they're putting it up to film. So they're going to be saying the names. So George Martin had to approve how they're going to say these names for this series. So there has to be some way that he foresees how they're said. So. I realized that there is kind of some discussion out there in the forum land of a song of ice and fire about how things should be said. And apparently it is supposed to be Jamie and not Jame. Good. Good. I always thought
0: Jame was very strange.
3: <laughs> James well it's it's sort of like James, but Jame is very serious and just the descriptions of the character we have so far, Jamie, seems much more Youthful and appropriate.
2: And there are a lot. I mean, there are, there's just several. I have to bring up the link. Hello. I mean,
0: Jamie is far from the only real name sprinkled in here among all the made-up names. You know, we, you know, we have John, and you know, there's plenty of real
3: names. Brandon.
0: Right. Right. And Caitlin is spelled wrong. I'm spelled weird, but it's still Caitlin. Uh,
3: yeah, and I bet you, if you look in, well, they don't really have phone books so much anymore, but I bet you, you could find real people with the name spelled right. that way.
2: There's a poster on one of the. Uh, where am I at? I'm at. um westeros.org, and one of the posters says, for what it's worth, this was from last October, this is how George Martin pronounced the names while reading a chapter from A Dance with Dragons and gen- answering general questions afterwards at the Fargo Valley Con. Daenerys Tar... Ta- I can't even say it is Daenerys... Targaryen.
0: It's Daenerys Targaryen. I always said Daenerys, but I guess they had to get Danny from somewhere, so... Yeah, I mean, she's uh, not Dany. She's
2: Danny. So, yeah, and I was just like, when I look at that last name, I don't get Targaryen from it. I get Targaryen. Yeah, and I don't think. I think I I always read it in my mind, Daenerys or something like that. I don't mm. know Daenerys. I don't know, but then it it's definitely Tywin. Okay. And, and Tyrion. Oh.
3: Yep. Yep. That's what I thought. Tyrion.
2: And Cersei, Cersei,
3: Cersei, Cersei. Cersei.
2: not Cersei, Cersei. We all, yeah, Cersei, not Cersei. And Jamie. and th- and that was just a few of the things. And it, it, you know, obviously, you know, there's other things. And it's it's definitely Amon and Aegon. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. and one of the other things, the character of Aegon is known as Egg so that would fit yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. that's also mm-hmm. brought up in, in the thing that I researched but apparently a lot of people want to call Jamie Jane and Richard was doing that and I'm like how did you even get James from that because I see that spelling and I just immediately think Jamie to me so yeah so that brought that up and I wanted to make sure that I'm not saying that Richard is wrong because apparently there's a whole lot of people that read this and say Jane as well so if you want to say jame in your mind you can read it and say jame and you can call her Danny or danny or or however you want to say it but it was curious to me and something that i was just wanted to know my brain wanted to know so i went and figured it out
4: yay, <laughs> yay.
2: <laughs> so now we'll now we'll see the series and it'll all be different yeah. and then we'll all say yeah. jen too you suck you had us you changed all of our minds about how it was and now you know I'm going to have trouble with Tyrion
3: how do you pronounce it Tyrion?
2: Tyrion yeah
3: okay you can continue to say that if you want you have my permission thank you
2: all right Richard can call him Jame and you can call him Tyrion
3: and I'll continue to call her Cersei
2: and you can call her Cersei
3: did you have any that you say that are not quote unquote official.
2: No, I don't think so. I just because I just I'm just uh-huh. I always oh. I always just I look at him. And I'm like, blah. blah, blah. <laughs> if I can't say it, I'm just like, oh, it's Dan. Blah, blah, blah.
3: <laughs> Very nice.
2: I don't I don't get too caught up on it. You know, I don't get too caught up on the real pronunciations. I know that I, you know, I we just went through all of this, but it didn't really come up for me until everybody was saying. They're saying things that are different ways when we are podcasting because I can read things and not have to sound it out in my mind. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I've, I've never been able to do that. <laughs>
3: until you need to say it out loud sometimes you don't necessarily need to think about it right right
0: and like the voice in my head like substitutes something for it yeah but most of them I do have figured out a pronunciation for it
3: and you couldn't well I, I'm like that but I couldn't reproduce the sound but I know it inside my own head
2: yeah like in my mind I can I can say Daenerys Targaryen just fine I yep. can read it perfectly and you
3: know who it is
2: and I know who it yeah. is, but that, that girl coming out of coming out of my mouth, it just doesn't want to. My tongue doesn't want to work with it. So,
3: dragon girl, blood of the dragon.
2: Yeah, the little blonde girl. Okay, and now it, we it, can
3: It's not blonde, is it? I thought she had like purple. Silver. silver,
0: silver hair. Silver, silver hair, blonde. Silver hair, platinum. Because she that... has purple eyes. Purple ah, eyes. All right. I think purple hair would be a little dis- more distinguishing than blonde, well, a- and they would be like, "Oh, there goes the Targaryen! Now let's kill her."
3: Uh, apparently, the Targaryens were definitely known for having unusual hair.
2: Yeah, well, but he also got her her silver because it reminded him of her
4: hair. True that. <laughs> it was in a purple horse.
3: That's a horse of a different <laughs> oh, color. Different
4: color. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of.
0: (laughs) All right. And now. So, shall we get into this? Yep. We can jump in. So, we have Danny and her husband, the Wizard of Oz, have gotten married. (laughs) For
3: those of us who are joining us, we are on page 91
0: or 108.
3: (laughs) No, I distinctly remember we were at the Eddard chapter, and I have it bookmarked.
0: Well, I have it. Maybe my book is different. I have the book with John on the horse. Oh, okay. that's right. She does. Yeah, but we are we at go. the H- Eddard chapter, and mine is on 108. The summons came, came in, the in the hour before, before the dawn. dawn. Okay. The world was so still, still in gray. Hey, We're not going to read. We're not. We're not going to read the book. <laughs> read the chapter.
3: No, that would be silly.
0: Um, I've just forgotten what happened, which is yeah, why I was. going on here? Um,
3: is this? Where now, they're going out for the hunt.
0: Yes, it may be. Um, they go
3: out to discuss matters of state out of the castle, away from. He talks everybody. about
0: Jora Mormont. Yes.
3: Right. Right. But before we get there, on the previous page, we find out the name of John's mother. Her name is Willa. Yes. I'm pretty sure this is the only time we ever see who it is. Yes. So it's Ned speaking It he confirms it right here. Her name is Wyla. And he says that I would sooner not speak of her. But it's the king here and it it might be his best friend, but it's still the king and he's exercising royal privilege to keep on talking about it even after he's... made it clear he would rather not talk about it.
0: Yeah. And then they start talking about Jorah Jorah Mormont and what he did to get himself in trouble. Exile. And what he did was Sir Jorah had tried to swell the family coffers by selling some poachers to a Tyroshi slaver, as the Mormonts were bannermen to the Starks, his crime had dishonored the North. So Ned So Ned exiled him sent him yeah. on his way uh,
3: well he had exiled himself actually ned went to go commence oh, justice, yes and jorah has already left and it says jorah had taken jorah ship has
0: left the beyond, building
3: beyond the reach of ice and the king's justice which is a reference to being executed And
2: this is also about the only time that you actually hear a reference between Daenerys. I'm going to say it. Oh, I can say it now. Daenerys and the kingdom itself. Presumably
0: that is where she hooked up, where they hooked up.
4: Right. Right. Because it says
0: he split for Pentos right
4: right
2: and that's what i'm saying is this is right right but this is what about the only place until at some point like later on in the whole series that you actually hear them discussing daenerys and Viserys, right you know right in terms of the kingdom and where they went and what's happening on the other side of the sea in regards to them because at no other point is, are they really even brought
0: up? They are very, yeah. they're, they're up, they're actually pretty up to date. Like throughout this book, they tend to know what they know. She got married in the previous chapter. And they, I think when she gets pregnant, they no, know they,
3: right, right here. They know, Oh, they do. They know All right, never mind here. I
0: thought but, I thought it was two scenes it's one scene because I thought there was a discussion later about sending an assassin but maybe yeah. that's it. yeah because he's talking about the murder of children yeah. he doesn't want she no, doesn't no, no, no. she's not pregnant yet they're saying she might be pregnant they're saying if she gets pregnant we'll have to kill her but she's not pregnant yet. Later when no, she it's gets not pregnant, even they can
3: find out. Daenerys Targaryen has wed some Dothraki horse lord. What of it? Shall we send her a wedding gift? And the king says, a knife perhaps. Oh, a good yeah. sharp one.
1: A knife is a knife and a challenge to the death.
3: And then later on when they're... I think they hear about the pregnancy. Because isn't that what drives Ned to... Resign being the king's hand. Yes, he doesn't want to. Uh, he doesn't countenance the, the murder of children, first of all, never mind pregnant ones. Right. Right.
2: Robert's saying he doesn't like the marriage. He's worried that. that- That Caldrogo Drogo may cross and try to take the kingdom and Ned saying, no, no, you know, they're not coming across the sea and blah,
4: blah, blah. Okay.
3: He says this child will soon enough spread her legs and start breeding more dragon spawn to plague me. He doesn't even think of him as kids. He thinks they're just... I mean, he's really unhinged when it comes to the Targaryens, which is probably understandable. Given, I think
0: if I had kicked people out of the kingdom and had become the king, I think I would be rather unhinged when it comes to the possibility of them taking revenge on the fact that I killed their family.
3: No, it's not about the crown or the kingdom or anything. It's it's what they did to Brandon Stark and and his father, the the elder Stark and...
0: Yeah,
2: um, Rickard.
3: Rickard, yes.
2: We also find out that Ned is also harboring some resentment in regard to how Robert, I don't want to say how he gained the throne, but just the circumstances around how he became king and the battle and how mm-hmm. it
1: happened. I am back.
4: Okay. okay.
1: What did you read? All right. As far as I can tell, the queen's screwing her brother and they killed the kid with the corn. That's correct. Correct. Ooh, I got one, and no one involved was a midget. No. <laughs> Correct. All right. No. right. I'm feeling redeemed. Yeah, the queen was having sex with her other brother. Right. Right. Now, in the beginning, I did say the story is more complicated because incest is allowed. So it's very difficult to tell who's talking to who. Okay.
2: I that- mean, it's, it's not generally allowed.
4: Well, this- yeah, I
0: mean, there's a reason they had to go into the vacant tower in order to do their
1: thing. All right. No, I, I, I do have a comment on that. Now, Oh, to be young again. He's talking about the, you know, well, there's an easy way and a hard way to get up to the top of the the front tower. Now, now the hard way, and and, and he describes this, like, godforsaken trek to get to the top of the thing. He's like, but the easy way, you just have to swing from gargoyle to gargoyle, jump from roof to roof, climb with your bare hands. It's only 10 or 20 feet. I'm like, Jesus. that's the easy way. That's the easy way. And then you get to feed the crows. I would just let the crows die, but that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) the hell with the damn crows. They can fly. They can just come down to you. Okay, that was an interesting chapter. Very good. Um, I did not expect... I'm assuming Bran bites it. It seemed like quite the drop. Um, I did not expect him to to bite it if that's what in fact happened as he has had two of the five or six chapters named after him so far I would not have expected that. The line at the end was was very cold the things we do for love and shoves him off of the tower Um, Out the window window. Life
4: was fun, life was great Until I made my big mistake Oh no It never happened to me Life was short Life was sweet I was thinking as I hit the street I can't believe I just can't conceive it. I call.
1: I don't know why but i i got the sense that the queen, you know we know the queen you know that the ned doesn't care for the queen whatsoever and you got the, you really haven't heard much from her but you got the sense that she would just be a really cold bitch i don't know why i think it's because you can tell that robert was in love with ned's sister and and his and the first thing he wanted to do was go visit her grave you could tell that the queen was going to be quite put upon by that. I would not have guessed she would go and sleep with her brother in the in the tall tower, but apparently, you know, the astronomy tower, you know, the the, the front end I mean, <laughs> I mean maybe apparently doing in the heights is, is is just what happens. Yeah. Very
2: yeah. good. Yeah, you you hit that nail right on the head.
1: I, Congratulations, I, Ryan. You found out what happens. I did, I guessed it the first time through. And I'm reading this, and I'm like, oh, I bet this is the queen. I bet this is the queen. And then then Bran's like, it's the queen. I'm like, damn it. I, you didn't have to be that clear. I was following something. See, you can't please me at all.
0: The queen is
1: wrestling with her brother. <laughs> they were wrestling naked. Yeah. He grabbed yeah. her between the legs. He must have hurt her quite a bit because she started moaning.
4: What's moaning? <laughs>
1: Right, again, has degenerated to reading smut. I am reading, <laughs> I, am re- I am reading smut on my Kindle. Seriously, I think I'm breaking federal law right now. All right, I'm going to go read more. Does anyone have any questions for me? None no. at all. Keep going.
0: None yet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're like, get the hell out of here. By the way, I I have the TV on in the background. It's an episode of House Hunters, and the woman who's looking for the house just reminds me of Jen. Just thought I'd share. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> I was sure you were gonna say she reminded you of Cersei. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. Awesome. All right. Back to the story.
0: Back to the fic.
3: <laughs> I didn't say that.
0: You were going to.
3: Yes, I was.
0: <laughs> it is uh, a fic. It's a fic.
3: It's it a, is. It's a piece it of, is a work piece of, of fiction.
2: fiction. Therefore, it is
4: fic.
3: Yay, fic. They're discussing about the Warden of the East, and the way this works is there are four wardens in charge of protecting the far reaches of the kingdom in all the cardinal directions of the compass, north, south, east, and west. This is an honor granted to a powerful noble family, it appears because Isn't the... Era- is
0: hereditary? Like, it, the no- warden of the north is always the lord of Winterfell. You know, they can't just be like, oh, well, I don't like you, so I think I'll change the warden of the north to be well, somebody else. What well, is that I- noise? <laughs> Sorry. I'm I
3: don't know. I thought it was P.S.
0: What? What Something noise? Something just keeps tapping. I can't hear it. Well, can't then it's
3: probably it. you making it because we're here. But I'm not,
0: I'm not making noise.
3: Well, it's not there now. I'm
0: sitting there perfectly still. I don't know. I was before I was turning the pages of my book to find the map.
3: Okay. No, I sound like
0: hit
2: someone
0: hitting a button.
2: No, no buttons here. All right, because I'm not hearing it now. I'm just, yeah, I was just it's thinking gone away. that the editor All is going to start screaming. There it was again. I hear it. Yeah, I hear it. It's Ryan. Oh my god. Ryan. Ryan. <sighs> so, all right. We we'll just, just have to
3: carry on. As I think as far as the the Warden of the North, the only place it can be is Winterfell, because there's nobody else there. Um, But when it comes to, like, the... Well, there's, like,
0: I mean, there's other lords, you know, I mean...
3: Right. Right! But none of them are as powerful. They're all minor houses sworn... To Stark.
0: Yeah, I was saying I thought they were sworn to Stark because he was the warden of the north. But I guess oh, I I see.
3: Yeah, in addition to being the the major house in the area, like down in the southern regions, you have more than
0: one major house. Yeah, I'm not sure who the
3: warden of the south is, but you know, I imagine any one of them could be granted the honor. It's not hereditary but it is traditional
2: yeah because John Aaron was the warden of the east and they were having the argument at the castle once Ned gets down there uh, well not an argument but having the discussion about well won't it go to his son and they're saying well but he's a little boy and and he's sickly and he's a little weasel anyway and why don't we just give it to somebody that can handle it because no one's going to swear fealty to a little sick kid we need to give it to a man Mm -hmm. and so obviously it can be transferred
3: right 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 and ned he says is the
0: warden of the south
3: i don't rightly know but we see that it was john aaron who was the warden of the east ned himself is warden of the north and tywin uh, Lannister.
0: Tywin- lannister's in the west
3: is the warden of the west and i'm not sure who it's the one in the south
0: well it's either high garden or Dorne.
3: It, it might be Dorn. but it's probably Dorn. Dorn.
0: Really- I feel. Like, I feel like if you if you tell them to stop being king, you might as well let them be warden.
3: Right. Right. And they don't get, <laughs> to, be king. They get to be prince. What is he doing? Prince.
0: I think we can hear him typing in crap.
3: He's not supposed to be typing. He's supposed to be reading. He's reading.
0: Maybe he's typing in his Kindle. I don't know what them things do. Do you have to hit a button to turn the page? Maybe. We're hearing him turn the page every time he turns the page.
3: Or page down or something. Very interesting. So, Robert has apparently promised to appoint Jamie Lannister as Warden of the East. And Ned doesn't nah. like that. He, he thinks I, it's pretty dangerous.
0: Yeah. He, I guess this is like a, um, what do you call it, thing? Like, until the kid grows up. A regency? Seems, yeah.
3: That sort of thing. I mean, it wouldn't be a regency. It's
0: not but- like, oh, now Jamie Lannister owns...
3: Very good. Now, I have a quick question. Is it mentioned here that members of the Kingsguard give up all claim of inheritance?
0: I, think, mm, I don't think... Okay, we have to make him stop. We have to make yeah, him... Yeah, it's driving me nuts. I can't because I'm using my, my phone now. I can't text him. I, I'll
3: send him a text message right now.
0: I do not remember if it says that here, but I know there is... I thought there was mention made, or maybe it's not even yet. But then again, I haven't read ahead.
3: Well, I bring up the question because I know it's mentioned, if not in this book, then in one of the later ones. But right here, Ned is saying to Robert that Tywin Lannister is Warden of the West and in time, Sir Jamie will succeed to that honor. No one man should hold both East and West. I don't understand that.
0: I think, I don't know, It's it, I can't, I don't know they say that, but it's also, I mean, there's also no mention made of who, you know, Cause presumably if Jaime is, you know, Kingsguard and is not going to be inheriting anything, then Tyrion should be known as in the air to Casterly rock. And they never, ever say that because but obviously it, I, Tywin does not want that to happen. Is this the first time it's explicitly spe- spelled out? I know it's, they called him Kingslayer earlier, but is mm-hmm. I think this is the first time that it really details what happened in the battle. Yeah, so we get... Like, the details of the battle, both at King's Landing and on the Trident. Right.
4: Right.
0: And when Robert avenged Lyanna's death. Right. Right. Robert avenged Lyanna's death. And there, I, there is much made of the Lannister switch and how when they got there, when, when Lannister men took King's Landing, they flew the Lannister flag instead of the Baratheon flag, even though they were under Robert's command. Right. Right.
4: Right. Why we're that, going that, really
0: fast. Yeah, and that they, they <laughs> and then they got in they got in by by thinking by convincing the king that they were there to help. And then when he let them in they just killed everybody. Right. Right.
4: Right.
0: Boy, we made it a chapter in. Yeah. A half an hour per chapter. Woohoo. The next chapter is Tyrion. 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 Whatever. Tyrion. That guy, the dwarf. And oh, no,
2: he- I would say you know, you say Tyrion, I say Tyrion. Tomato, tomato, potato, tomato. Yes, are we all okay? All right. The North right. went on
0: forever. It does go on forever because they are traveling and traveling. And I actually I find these traveling chapters boring, and sometimes I even skip them.
2: And Yorin, we we meet Yorin, the toothless, creepy old knight's guard dude who was always shuttling rapers back and forth to go be Men of the Night's Watch. And Tyrion goes up to the wall to freeze his nuts off. There's more meaningful conversation between Tyrion and Jon Snow about being a bastard and then being tall. And I think this is where Tyrion talks to him about
0: the dragons, Right. Right. Because he was interested in dragons, which I don't want to spoil, like, going, like, theories for the future books, but I have a theory. I've
4: got a theory.
0: You do? Yes. I think that, I'll just say it because it's fairly innocuous and fairly explicit, but I think Tyrion has to be one of the heads of the dragon because he loves dragons say that again okay there are th- okay there are three dragons yeah you need three dragon riders
2: oh, oh yeah okay all right, all right it's it's the Vikingen.
0: i see wonder where death is
2: i don't know because my
3: death has been on mute for a while that explains why he couldn't get a word in edgewise
0: <laughs> welcome back <laughs> Maybe he thought you were a grumpkin. My goodness. So, any in, any input on Tyrion
3: in no, the dwarves?
0: I mean, the dragons, not the dwarves. Tyrion and the Seven Dwarves. I
3: was just gonna say, as far as the traveling constant descriptions of it, if you look at the map in the front of the book, it is a very long. Way.
0: It is a very long way
3: north from Winterfell. I mean, it's about as long from Winterfell up to the Wall at a, as it is south from Winterfell down to the Neck and the Twins.
2: Yeah, and it's all through all through forest and it's probably pretty remote and the road probably isn't much road at all as mm. compared to what it would be going south from yeah. winterfell and i'm sure it's nice and creepy and cold dark, cold and dark and let's talk about caitlin 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 caitlin,
3: caitlin, caitlin.
0: what's caitlin doing in this chapter
3: caitlin is moping
0: moping moping she misses she her well. her whole family left
3: I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it's not deserved, but that's what she's doing. She's moping around right. the place. She's
2: she's falling apart. She's letting the castle go to rot. She's letting the finances go to rot. She's making Rob do everything, and he's only fourteen.
3: Yeah. Well, he's a man, or almost, or as good as if you ask him.
0: She is not leaving Brand's side. Brand, who is still conked out, and poor baby Rickon. He yeah. needs his mom.
3: Yeah. And. It gets to the point where Rob has to say something, and, and then
2: holy cow, the library is on fire!
3: The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire! And oh my And she not
0: she's not leaving. The she's like, the eh, burn let it burn.
3: We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. Let it burn.
0: Fire! Let it
2: burn.
3: Burn, motherfucker!
2: It doesn't matter if it takes the whole town out just let it go
3: yeah that's fine the castle stone it'll stay standing
2: yeah. <laughs> and then we find out that it was supposed set it was supposed to be burning
0: because someone was sent to kill Brand. And it was a distraction. It was supposed to make Caitlin leave because generally when our house is on fire, we leave so that and then someone can come in and kill Bran. But since Caitlin did not leave, mm. she was able to be there when the person came in to kill Bran.
3: And she gets in the way, she steps in front of her child just like any good mother would do and She
2: grabs the Valerian steel knife. And it cuts through her hand, and then Shaggy Dog, was it? Was it Shaggy Dog? No, that came? no it's Bran's no, wolf. It's summer. Oh, it's summer. Summer. Summer Summer's not
3: named yet, but Summer.
2: Summer comes to save the day and rips his throat out.
3: Uh-huh. And, and then now Caitlin doesn't hate the
0: wolves anymore. Yeah. After one save her life. And then, let's see, the wolf saves her life.
2: They carry her off to her room and drug her,
3: up and drug her
2: up and she gets her senses back and she's like, woohoo, I got to go find out who's going to try to kill my kid. Mm-hmm. So she goes from, I can't leave his side to see you later. Yeah. <laughs> she,
3: she, she, she's really kooky. <laughs> <cookie. laughs>
2: I think she's Maybe bipolar. Maybe she's on Vicodin. I think she's bipolar. I think she's manic. <laughs> mm. she, she's going through a mania period. Ugh. And now we're Just to Sansa. It. Sansa. S- San- or is it Sansa or
0: Sansa? There's another... i always
4: said Sansa.
3: I've always Sansa. said Sansa.
0: I guess we'll differ in how we pronounce the name of this particular person.
2: <laughs> I like Sansa, but then I forget and say Sansa. So... Whichever way. She's a brat and I cannot stand her.
3: Right, right. Right! As I believe I said last time, she's probably my least favorite character. Not just of the perspective chapters, but in general.
2: I hate reading her chapters. Yes. I hate it when she comes around.
3: I hate she, getting in her head.
2: She's a bitch to her sister. She's like, "Oh, you like get away from you, get that wolf out of here!" And then, and then you know, she's feeding lady under the table, and it's like, it's not a dog; it's a dire wolf. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. She, she's, a little,
3: she, she's a handful. She's a little bitch, and she th- thinks she's this. She's she's supposed to be the sweet, innocent child, you know, never causes trouble, but she's nothing but trouble.
2: And and. Sansa and Arya are supposed to travel in the Queen's wheelhouse with (laughs) Princess Marcella today. And Arya, I don't blame her. Why would I want to travel in the Queen's wheelhouse when I could be riding somewhere and seeing what was going on instead of being stuffed up with a bunch of women on (laughs) (laughs) cushions? (laughs) I don't know. I much prefer to see the scenery than be all stuffed up with a bunch of, snotty but women. Jen, the scenery is
0: gross. Yeah. No, it's not.
3: Well, the, the wheelhouse doesn't even have windows.
0: Yeah, I can't even think about yeah, how stuff Yeah, well, why would it. you want to see the gross trees and those horses which are pooping and stuff?
3: Oh my god. That's,
0: I don't know, but yuck.
3: Sansa hates riding at all. She says, oh, the wheelhouse, that'll be great. That'll be wonderful. Never mind that she you know, is obsessed with the queen and and Marcella and court and noble life and fairy tales and and all of that rot.
2: I was actually surprised that Arya tells her that, excuse me, that Micah, she and Micah are going to go try to find the rubies and she doesn't know about the rubies because of.
3: Yeah. That seems like knowing all
2: of, you would think that she would know all of those stories, that that would be some like romantic.
3: Well, it's not. It's because it's a story about a battle. When King Robert killed Rhaegar and yeah.
2: But, but it's, but she's still, even though. But it's still rubies. (laughs) But it's rubies and she knows all of the. I think it's this chapter, isn't it? When she no is it this chapter it maybe it's later on that she knows all of the she has to answer who which knight is oh, the
3: heraldry and all of that such. Yeah, yeah she knows
2: all the heraldry and she knows which knight by what his helm is and the sigils and sigils is that not how you say it S-
3: sigil Okay, okay, okay. I I know what you mean. I, I, okay, uh, so, I'm so, sorry.
2: I'm sorry. I mean, I'm burying my face. I'm. That's how I say it. in My head. I don't know.
3: <laughs> siggle sounds like giggle.
2: <laughs> the siggle. Sigil. I'm just gen
0: two people.
3: It's okay. I just. Couldn't
0: and you're on Vicodin. And I'm yeah. on like I'm taking Vicodin. Don't forget that you can use that as an excuse. Shoulder. I
2: had to go to physical therapy today and someone literally made me cry. Oh. No. It was very horrible.
3: I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry.
2: Oh, God. It was vicious. Anyway. Anyway. But, so I just figured that she would know because... She, you know, is so proud about knowing who is who, and maybe it's when she goes, they finally make it.
3: I think that's
2: he to King's Landing when she meets um, the. When all the knights
3: are showing up for the tournament. Yeah. Okay. I think that's where she goes, and that's fair. And I I think I can respond to that by saying that the symbolism, the heraldry, and the (laughs) the sigils are all. (laughs) It's all very abstract, whereas the story about. The battle on the trident is full of blood and guts and death and rubies.
0: Rubies. Blood and guts and death and rubies.
3: (laughs) And not. The sort well, of maybe thing that yeah, a maybe young lady learns about. Like she might have learned that there was a battle and Robert defeated Rhaegar and won the crown, but that's probably all she really knows about it. It's it wouldn't right. really be becoming of a young lady to know all of the gross details.
2: True. I love that Arya is brushing the dog, brushing the mud out of Nymeria.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: And that she's like wrestling the dog to get the dog to hold still while her sister is trying to talk to her, and she does not care that that Sansa is trying to talk to her, and she's just like, hold still. Yeah, you know? well, that's and,
3: exactly what happens when anyone tries to groom Arya.
2: Right, <laughs> right. Her wolf is exactly like she is, and it's almost like a, a mirror image of, of Sansa trying to talk to Arya, because <laughs> she's trying to tell her to, you know, like, hold still, and, you know, you listen to me, and, and Arya's not paying any attention to her the same way that the wolf is being with Arya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was funny. All right.
1: That's great.
2: Uh, okay, blah, blah blah blah. I like
3: I like how Arya says very casually, I don't like the queen, which is very <laughs> very politically incorrect. Oh yeah. And Sansa Oh my god and she probably drew her lips into a line and is <laughs> scandalized about this.
2: She won't even let me bring Nymeria.
3: Right, right. Right.
2: Well and then she's and then Sansa's like, the royal wheelhouse is no place for a wolf. And they get and they get in a a little snit. <laughs> and then Arya shouts after her sister, they're not going to let you bring lady either. And and Sansa never really even thought about that.
0: And she's like, oh, man. She's (laughs) right. His lady is
3: special. Lady is nice. She's sweet. She's gentle. So some riders come up as an honor guard for the king. We see...
0: Is this the first...
3: This is the first time we see the king's guard.
0: Right. Dressed properly. Right. Jamie is dressed properly.
3: Correct. Correct. His armor is enameled white, and it's as brilliant as a f- field of new fallen snow. Silver chasings and clasps. Pure white cloak. I mean, these are very distinctive gentlemen. And I mean that quite literally, gentlemen.
0: Yeah. Oh, so, and it's. um, Who is it? It's, it's Selmy and um, Payne.
3: Illan Payne is not yeah. a knight.
0: No, he's the.
3: Oh, yes, he is. He, yeah. he's a, he is a knight, but he. Is he a knight? Sir yes,
0: Ellen? Sir Ellen.
3: Okay, but he's not in the Kingsguard. We meet Sandor Clegane. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I well, no, we'd already met him. Yeah, but he's here again, so an- another again. meeting. Another meeting between Sansa and Sandor.
3: Yeah, and she scares the hell out of him, and and somehow he keeps showing <laughs> up. The other way, way around. Somehow they
2: keep. Somehow he keeps showing up in her chapters, which seems to me to be some foreshadowing.
0: Yes.
4: Ooh. Ooh. Do 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 <laughs> do do do. It sounds like the Twilight do do, do 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 And then, and then he, Sandor,
0: scares her.
3: Yeah. Oh, and she lies and says, so, "Oh, apparently." Ellen Payne is here?
0: Yeah, he's there. That's okay. why I said who came. It was Barrison Selmy, and Ellen Payne. And maybe it was other people, but Ellen Payne is there. Oh, she gets scared. Ellen so- Payne gets- is... She's afraid of Ellen Payne. Yeah, she gets scared, and
2: she, like, stumbles over herself and starts to cry. And then the queen is just like, oh, Joffrey, go to her.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, that little...
2: And Joffrey, he's like a little...
3: So-and-so.
0: I hate Joffrey
3: yeah
2: beautiful in blue wool and black leather, his golden curls shining in the sun like a crown, an
0: incest crown
3: yeah I really hope he gets what's coming to him
0: like this is this is a character, I think more than anybody else in the book, maybe even more than the queen. That I just wanted to see get his comeuppance. You know, I just
3: love to hate him. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. There is not a single redeeming quality about this kid.
0: No, this
2: is the chapter where she knows who they are. Because it is on this. Because she's like, well, if you know who I am, then... Yep. This is where she names the guys. Sansa knew the names. You're the Lord Commander, the King's better Oh, gar. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah okay. And then the Green Knight laughed again. Barristan the old, you mean. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, All right. Th- well,
3: she... Later on at King's Landing, she does identify people who are showing up for the tournament. So yeah, we're both it, right. Yeah, Yay, it we happens can again. Tonight.
0: And then this is, is this also the chapter where they go off into the woods and they run into Micah and Arya?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. This and is the one where Joffrey pulls out his sword. Yeah. And he's intimidating the butcher's boy. And he says, pick up the stick pick up your sword (laughs) he pulls this ridiculous sword that he calls lion's tooth (laughs) and he just starts you know poking the butcher's boy and he cuts open his cheek and yeah let's see and then Arya jumps to his defense and picks up the stick and cracks him over the head with it (laughs) yeah yeah and he starts swearing and and let's see they start fighting and
0: Nymeria bites
3: Joffrey. Right. Right! I was looking for how the resolution is. And Nymeria bites him quite spectacularly, and Arya picks up lion's tooth and throws it in the river.
0: Yeah. And That's then- my favorite part.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> and then Sa- Sansa's left to look after Joffrey as he's crying and bleeding and he tells her not to touch him
3: Mm -hmm. and she takes his side because she has these ideas about class and status and oh this is the butcher's boy it's you know nothing you know he shouldn't have stood up or or whatever and she hates Arya anyway so she's predisposed to go against her in the situation and so she takes jeff's side and she's like oh my poor prince look what they did to you don't be afraid (laughs) <laughs> and he just yeah, is so, so pissed at her for seeing his weakness. And he can't right. stand that she is seeing him like this, defeated. And she's like, go! Especially
2: especially touch. defeated by her little sister.
3: Yes, yes.
2: And a stick. Yeah. He's been he de-sworded. 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 He's been De- disarmed. Disarmed. Yeah. Dispelling <laughs> Armas. <laughs>
4: he's, he's,
2: he's been Spearley it's Spelliarva. Yeah, he's been armist by, by Arya. By Arya, yes. the 8-year-old little girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we move on to Eddard again and he obviously Arya took off because I would take off too because I would be scared that they would cut off my head. Yes, because, because I guess, you know, you really don't screw with
3: the crown prince.
2: The crown prince. Yes.
3: <laughs>
2: and I think that Ed was kind of worried himself about Arya that they would cut off her head if he didn't find
0: her first. Yeah, the was first the thing right. he says. The first okay. thing he says are men or Lannisters? They when they said they found her, his first question is, "Are men or Lannisters?"
3: That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, and he and they find out it was Jory, who's one of their men, and he just says, "Thank the gods." <laughs> Yeah. But apparently the guards on the gate were Lannister men, and they informed the queen, and Arya is being taken directly before the king, which is bad. What do you mean bad?
4: Yeah,
2: right. Right! And then he says, find Sansa, and then it's like, we know immediately. Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, this is Bad. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Bad. Total protonic reversal.
0: And this is where we hear the story from both sides. And then we hear
2: both sides of the story and we find out that Joffrey is a sniveling little
3: weasel. <laughs>
0: Joffrey's story was that Arya and Micah beat him with clubs.
3: <laughs> well, she set the wolf on him.
0: She set the wolf on him, and they beat him with clubs.
3: And it's like, okay, is there evidence of this bruising? With like the she clubs? hit him
0: once with a stick, and it becomes both of them beating him with clubs. <laughs> and Aria then, of course, Arya calls him a
3: liar, and he says, "Shut up!
0: <laughs> yeah, shut up!" And actually, yeah. my Joffrey is like fourteen, and Arya's like eight, and they're on the same level here.
3: I know so funny. And while Ari is telling her story, Robert's younger brother, Renly, starts to laugh. And
4: I love lions' tooth.
3: He can't control himself, and he's just like, you know, my brother is too kind. I can find the door myself. <laughs> For la- and he bows to Jeff. Perchance later, you'll tell me how a nine-year-old girl the size of a wet rat managed to disarm you with a broom handle and throw your sword in the river. And he shuts the door, and lion's tooth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I yeah, I could just picture that in my head. You it's know, like
3: there's absolutely no dignity here at all, and Redly can't know. control himself anymore. It's, it's <laughs> like if only there was a bard present, this could make a wonderful song.
4: Right, right, because because you
2: know that you know Joffrey's been having a tutor or personal instruction.
3: Personal and he's, instruction. He's bragging that, about live steel yeah. back at Winterfell.
2: Yeah, about how he's you know learned to wield a sword and all this stuff, and Arya just I, beats him over the head with the stick ugh. and throws his sword in the river.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, so he, it, she really makes him look bad. Mm-hmm. So then, he- and then when it comes time for Sansa to tell her side. She says she 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 lies and says she doesn't know she doesn't remember rather than either to either tell the truth or corroborate Joff's lies. She mm-hmm. says she doesn't remember.
4: Yeah.
2: And then Cersei is wanting her punished. She she wants her punished, and and Robert is just like she's a little kid, and right. Joff will carry those scars for the rest of his life.
3: And maybe they'll teach him a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call tough love.
2: And then here we go. And then Cersei does something very Cersei ish. And she's like, I want a wolf skin.
3: The man I married would have laid a wolf skin across my bed before the sun went down. And they can't do this because Nymeria has run off.
0: But they do have a wolf and they have a lady.
3: Yeah. And here's where you really get the impression that Cersei is just evil through and through. She says, Well,. Sansa corroborated my son's story, but I think we should kill her wolf. Yeah. And it's, it's it, after- and it
2: doesn't matter, you know, whether Sansa did anything. And, and this is where you think that Sansa should have learned a lesson
3: exactly. about Cersei. Exactly. I was just going to say that this, after this, is when I really, really don't like Sansa, because she should know better.
2: Because she's been, she should have, I think she should have had a vibe at some point, but here she's... She's stood up for obviously against her family and stood up for the queen and her and her betrothed.
3: And she got punished. (laughs) She's
2: absolutely a brat here. And she, her wolf is killed in the process for her efforts. And yet she wants to blame Arya for it. It's Arya's fault. But no, it's not, it's really her fault. It's Cersei's fault. You know. She did it. And you you would think that she would see that Cersei just wasn't the kind of person that she really wanted to trust. That she was always going to take whatever she gave her and twist it around into something not good. But obviously, she's got too many stars in her eyes to figure that out.
3: Mm-hmm. The queen is always good. By virtue of the fact that she is the queen.
0: And then we again uh, we find that Ned out- does Ned does it. Ned instead yeah. of letting Ellen Payne do it. Ned does it and he has them take the body back to Winterfell so that it's her. she doesn't get her hands on it. Yeah. Right. Right. And then they bring <sighs> in another body and <sighs> he thinks it must be Nymeria and it turns out it's Micah. Mm-hmm. And that just made me cold. My blood ran cold when I read those words. He ran, but not very fast. Yes. It's like, oh, my God.
3: Yeah. Evil. They
0: just
2: ran him down. It was terrible, 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 terrible.
3: And he'd been cut almost in half from shoulder to waist.
2: You know, you could just see them riding, on, riding up on him on a horse and just, you know, flaying and... <laughs> I've watched too many shows lately. I watched Mists of Avalon the other day. <laughs> mm. Oh, all right.
3: So we get another Bran chapter, and Bran is having a dream, and he's being told that he can fly, he meets this three eyed crow.
0: Is this Bran's Vicodin dream?
3: This is Bran's yep. Vicodin Dream.
2: Bran's Vicodin Dream, you need to fly or you need to fall.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You're going to fall or you're going to fly. You're gonna fly or you're gonna die. And Bran decides he's going to learn to fly. And he flies and he wakes up.
0: And he says his name is Summer.
3: Right. Right. And that's about that for that chapter. Yeah. Caitlin. Yeah.
0: Caitlin. That was like is a going- 10 Caitlin- second chapter. Yes. Yeah, is- I <laughs> think it's really not that interesting. It's just brands.
3: well it's all a like it in dream. I mean, it's yeah, fun just- to read, but there's nothing really significant in there.
2: No. It just
3: Except that his name is Summer.
2: Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of that pink Floyd song. <laughs> oh.
3: The only other thing I see is that when he wakes up he realizes that his wolf is big. He's been out for a while.
0: Yeah, right. Right. That's
3: the only other thing I see. So Caitlin, He's they are going
0: to King's Landing.
3: She's on a boat, which is apparently a real boat.
0: it's not a poor, boat boat. Or is a is boat it a boat boat? boat? And, I yeah, lost track a, of what that means. I think it is a boat boat.
3: It, it is a boat a, boat.
2: It's a two masted galley of sixty oars. That, that sounds, sounds like a like boat boat to me. A boat boat. And poor Sir Roderick.
4: <laughs> is seasick. <having> <laughs> seasick.
2: It's an amazing case of seasickness. So much so that they had to shave his beard.
3: <laughs> That's awful.
2: <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> they didn't even recognize himself because he, <laughs> when he looked at himself in the water, because he'd had a beard for so long, but he'd been puking in it. It's kind of
0: sad that he threw up in his beard and he shaved it off. His whiskers well,
3: had become hopelessly befouled for the third time. It's but, like, oh gosh. But
2: I don't think he, he didn't shave it. They shaved it. The people shaved it because they were tired of cleaning him up.
3: Yeah, he he was too sick to clean himself up. I mean, there's only so far you can pay people, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's see,
2: we hear about Littlefinger,
3: Littlefinger,
2: Mr. Mr. Lord Baelish, uh, and how he was her. He had father. a crush
3: on Caitlin.
2: Yeah, he was, and he his, had a
0: crush on Lysa. He
2: was he Lord liked- Lord Tully's ward and grew up with them at River
3: Run. And in Wayne Manor. Stately residence of millionaire Bruce Wayne and his young ward Dick Grayson challenged Brandon Stark for the right to wed Caitlyn. Uh, there was a 5 year age difference between them. He was barely 15 uh, and Brandon spared his life only because Caitlyn asked him to, left him with a scar. Six-fingered man give me life, but he gave me this. They seemed to like to do that.
2: And now he Peter is sitting on a nice little political round table. The small council, and is he's obviously like, in a position he's like
0: of the power. Cabinet. Yeah. He's like yeah. the Secretary of the Treasury.
3: He is. The Master of Coin, they call him.
0: Yep. Which sounds cooler than Secretary of the Treasury.
3: It does. Master.
4: Masters of the universe!
0: Like, don't so you the, think the real government would be more interesting if we called the cabinet members, stuff like that? Like if we called them the, the Master of the Coin?
3: That'd be funny.
0: I like how
2: when they get to King's Landing, Caitlin tells the captain that she's going to give all of the men on the oars a a piece of silver because they got her there so fast. And the captain says, well, he'll keep it until they're going back to their wives. And she's like, no, they earned it. They can have it now.
3: And it's their right to misspend it if they see fit. Right. Which I like.
2: Yeah. And then... Sir Roderick reminds us that winter is coming, and then he takes Caitlin to uh, no, this is where they go to the inn,
3: right? Right, and she sends Sir Roderick Rick. off. Sir Roderick off to what? What it where does he go to do? Goes to arrange the meeting with Sir Aaron, looks like, and they're trying to set up a meeting with Littlefinger. Is that it? Yeah. I don't know.
0: I lost my place.
3: Yeah. Okay. They're trying to reach the king's master at arms.
0: Roderick
2: goes off. They're trying to reach the king's master at arms so that she can get to Ned. But be- and then she talks to Varys. No. Is it Varys? No, Varys is in here. Well, Am no, I, Varys head- is. Now Varys is in here, but once she's later she gets-
3: on, right now in the inn, oh. she's waiting for Sir Roderick to come back and, and Peter a knocking com- at the door. No, he's not Peter- there. It's just the men of the city watch. They wear black ringmail and gold cloaks. That's how they're referred to in, in the common parlance as the gold cloaks. And they are there to escort her to the castle on the authority of Peter Baelish, the Lord Littlefinger. Right. Right.
2: Okay. You're yes. And then he says that he knows she's there because of Lord Varish.
3: Right. Right. What'd you call him? Varish? Varish. Okay. I might have
2: said (laughs) Varish. But I meant to say (laughs) Varish.
3: Okay. That's fine.
2: I might have said Varish. I don't know. Um,
3: Littlefinger and Caitlin have a discussion about the Tully family words, which are family, duty, and honor. He says, "Yes, all of these required you to remain in Winterfell. What are you doing here? Don't try and give me that lousy excuse like you missed your husband,
0: yeah, so something uh, obvious- I just want to see how he's doing yeah he
2: uh he obviously knows that something has gone on that has been important enough to tear her away from Winterfell, and we learn about the Enoch." Mr. Varys and his little birds, and how they're all over the city, and you can't do anything without him knowing
0: about it. Varys is such a creep. Yeah,
3: oh, he's very creepy. He's like—I really... mean, I
0: understand that he's a eunuch, but he just seems like a molester. Like he gets
3: off. All... <laughs> <Like>, I... <laughs> can you imagine him having the really thick black plastic frame glasses?
2: Yes. Oh my god. I yes. mean, like the... I could imagine him have like like damp wet palms and pasty skin
3: slightly overweight blue shirt with a tie yeah
0: yeah i yeah
3: he likes to
0: go he likes to go to the park and feed the ducks
3: if they had and he probably wears earth shoes if they had vehicles he would drive a white van without windows
4: yes He
2: wears a polo shirt buttoned all the way to the top. Uh, with old, old, old corduroys and earth shoes, you know.
3: Oh, creepy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And he's got, he's bald on top with just a little bit of fringe that goes all the way around, you know, his hair. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like that Homer Simpson hair?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, now he's,
0: he's Homer Simpson.
3: Okay. Now that we've established what <laughs> virus looks like, uh,.
2: Oh, okay.
3: And we learn about this dagger here that was used to attempt to assassinate Bran. And it apparently belongs to... No,
0: I'm sorry. It's just he's hairless as an egg. He doesn't have any hair at all. Right. True. Right. But
2: I don't know. I still see him with that creepy little tiny bit of hair. Either well, that or like either that, or like cancer patient hair where it's just like coming back and it's like really wispy and there's just right. like little
0: patchy clumps of you it. you think he has a comb over? <laughs> no. Well, I've always no. pictured
3: him as he was going bald on top so he decided to just shave the rest of his head, but when it, you know, later on in the afternoon, it, you start to feel that, that patch just growing for, on the sides and the back of his head.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've spent more time on Varus than we spent on the branch really <laughs> 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 mm. I mean, like, Do we need to, like, have artistic time and draw, draw a picture
4: of Varys.
3: No, we are not doing artist time. Good God. Because
0: like, in my mind, he's just like he's like a snowman. Like He, he's like, he has this like, fat Pile of a body and like this round bald head, and he's I just like he a snowman. Has,
4: he probably has an excessive sweating.
0: <laughs> he has a, a corn cob pipe and a button nose, uh. and two
4: eyes made out of coal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he needs the clinical version of deodorant because he sweats so much. <laughs>
0: Is this some? Is, I don't understand. Is this some sort of side effect from having from having his stuff chopped off? Like, does is that make him sweat? <laughs> yeah, because he's got all that estrogen floating around. No, no, it's yeah, not the estrogen. He's sweating
2: estrogen. <laughs> it can't be that because because he would be having hot
4: flashes, and that's no he's estrogen. Just, he's <laughs> going through <laughs> menopause. <laughs> His junk is gone, and he's going to That is not how it happens, Jen. He's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, help me.
3: Jen, too, I have missed you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, should we attempt to move
0: on he's just so disgusting
3: apparently he's not
0: he's perfumed powdered and as hairless as an egg
4: I bet, I bet he looks I bet he looks over at the person next to him in the urinal <laughs> <laughs>
3: and he wait, giggles wait. Like-
0: he what does giggles he... like
3: a little girl.
0: Wait, so now, I mean, I don't know if we really want to get into this, but you mentioned urinal. If he doesn't, I mean. No, they chopped off his junk, not his trunk. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I was going to say, I was thinking that was a problem. Not the
3: important part? Is that what you
4: said, Jen? <laughs> I said they chopped off his junk, not his trunk. Oh, God. Well, I would consider
0: peeing pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> i mean, i'm 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 glad to know that at the very least he can still do that.
4: <laughs> 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 and God, I just snorted. <laughs> <laughs> my side <laughs> no i can now I can see him. he's got an ostomy bag <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little belt that he wears under his robes. he's got a little pea bag. <laughs> 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 and it just add to the creepiness. <laughs> Excuse me, I have to dump. <laughs> we're, we're laughing about someone being castrated.
3: <laughs> no,
1: not with their teeth.
3: What? <sighs> Oh, I was <laughs> I was looking for a segment from Micro's Dirty Jobs <laughs> last night, and I encountered this one <laughs> where the guy is demonstrating how to castrate a male lamb, and he uses his teeth.
4: Oh my god. <gasps> oh my god, that's horrible.
0: I hope that didn't happen to Varus.
4: <laughs> I they would have used a knife.
0: <laughs> well, don't they say... What happened to him later? Well, he was he was a slave, like over in Pentos or something like that, right? Yeah, right. They were they were going to use it in a magic spell. What? <laughs> that must have been some crazy junk. <laughs> like what yeah. is the magic spell? Is it like?
3: Well, actually, that reminds me of something from the Sword of Truth series. In the first book, Dark and Rawl removes the testicles and penis of a young boy and includes it in part of this mash that he makes up. And then he eats it. And he does this in order oh, to, tra- to see, travel. That it.
0: is white van material right there. That guy must travel <laughs> white van too.
3: That's way. Actually, he rides on the back of a red dragon but <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I, think, so is, I guess a red dragon is like the fantasy world equivalent of the white van
3: apparently. <laughs> so where's Paris's?
0: Yeah, red dragon.
3: So <laughs> yeah, and he, he does this in order to travel into the underworld.
2: Oh, uh, and I'm getting a, a sudden flashback to that creepy, creepy serial killer dude from silence of the lambs. Whose name really was Jame. Uh, I wish I could remember what it's what he
0: says something he t- Oh, I can't even remember.
3: Okay. We'll try one so out on I will, I will
0: as as much as we have been laughing about Varus's condition. I will say it occurs to me as a possible like theory he, like
3: he contracted a virus or something.
0: <laughs> it occurs to me as a possible theory. I've got a theory that it might not have happened at all. Oh, I no. I believe it happened. Okay. You think
3: he wasn't castrated. I
0: wonder if, mayhaps, it will become a plot point that he could say have some kind of like secret child. Mm. You know, if some, no, if, you know, no, I no.
3: It's it's not going to go in that direction.
2: I think so. No, no. I I am firmly, solidly in the camp that he is not lying. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he
3: tells his story at one point, and it happened to him before even puberty. So he's always been a eunuch. He he would never. Now I, that might explain why he's hairless, because he never went through puberty as such. Yeah.
4: Well, he did yeah. have
0: hair on your head before puberty.
3: Well, yeah, but you know he's described as hairless other, otherwise, really.
0: Ew, you make it sound like those hairless
1: cats. Look what you did to Mr. Bigglesworth!
4: <laughs> Don't
1: <laughs> start
0: me
4: again.
3: Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, so we have a chapter about John. Oh yeah. And they're the training th- yeah, they're training in the yard and Sir Alister or Alistair Thorne is supervising the practice and John is really whooping everybody else at the swordplay and because of his castle upbringing, that's why he's so good at the swordplay, but because of his castle upbringing, he has been dubbed Lord Snow by Sir Alasir, which is just doubly insulting because as we have discussed snow is the last name that bastards get in the north
0: right right
3: all of the different regions of the seven kingdoms have a a name that is given to bastard children and it be stone rivers hill hill sand
0: and flowers
3: flowers is it flowers yeah okay Very
2: cool. Well, isn't this where they decide that Ben is going to go off on the ranging, and he wants to go, so he goes off and asks if he can go, and Ben says, no, you're going to earn it.
3: Yes, this is where that happens, and that's, yeah. Ben says, it's interesting that Ben is... Nothing like what John thought he would be at this point. He thought he'd go off and, oh, it's my uncle and, you know, I'm not, I'm a bastard. But, you know, it's in the Night's Watch and it's fine. It doesn't matter. Even a bastard can rise high in the Night's Watch. Birth doesn't matter there. And it's nothing like that at all. Benjen is not his uncle here. He is first and foremost First Ranger on the Night's Watch. And you know, he has no time for a boy. And he says right. to John, a boy you are and a boy you'll remain until... The day Sir Alistair says you're fit to be a man of the Night's Watch and you say your vows. And he says, if you thought your stark blood would win you easy favors, you're wrong. We put aside our old families when we swear our vows. Your father will always have a place in my heart, but these are my brothers now. Which is a very hard lesson for John to learn. He's barely 15. He's Mm. not even 15.
2: Yeah, and I think... I think that's one of the first times that John realizes just how hosed he is. You know, that he really is up there and he really doesn't have anything or any connection really to anything.
3: He doesn't really have much of a life for him in, in the future. Bastards probably can't marry with the sort of ease that even the common folk have. Certain professions might be closed off to him as a result of that. All he really can do is become a priest, a septon. Or he could go become a maester. He can join the Night's Watch. But these are all things where being a bastard doesn't matter. They all require you to say vows of celibacy. Right. Right.
2: I think, you know, he's also realizing, too, that Tyrion's words were mostly true, you know, they're just putting you, you know, they're just sending you off to the wall. You know, It's he's realizing that he really is just going up and being in a hard, cold situation. I think he's been trying to have some sort of semblance of, Pride in what he's doing, and I think that he just kind of loses it, and especially now that he's training with these boys slash men that he's been training with and and he's always been going at it, you know, like he's teaching them a lesson, or he's doing them a favor by busting their butts, basically, or teaching them mm-hmm. how a real person uses a sword, and
3: well, he's not teaching them anything, he's just beating them,
2: yeah, he's just beating them, and Alistair is he says. He's like, who you know, who do you think you are? You're not really proving anything to anyone. You're beating up on people. You're bullying people who have never, maybe never even held a sword in their entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, you're feeling sorry for yourself because you're a bastard, but you lived in a castle. You know, you grew up in a castle and you had a master at arms and, and you had staff and you had you had all these things and this privilege that you grew up with and these boys that are here now had nothing, you know, and who do you think you are to come up here and beat them like that? And I think that
3: so definitively, like it's, it would be one thing if he, he beat them, but I mean, he really pulls out all the fancy moves to, yeah, he's
2: like, yeah, he's like breaking their wrists and, and he's like, it doesn't matter if I broke their wrist, you know, they deserved it because they didn't know how to fight. Well,
3: no one taught them.
2: Right. Right. They never had that opportunity to learn how to fight because they were trying to like farm their land or whatever so they would be able to live. Well, so. these
3: two boys here were busy being rapers to learn about sword play or the, <laughs> oh, this is bad sword play with the other sword. Right. Right.
2: Was Grin a raper?
3: No. It was Toad and Fing. No, not Toad and I don't see the other one's name here.
2: But Grin is one of the ones where he broke his wrist. But I didn't think Gren was one of the, necessarily one of the horrible
4: people. Right. Right. Yeah,
2: I mean, at some the- point they all redeem themselves. But at first, John doesn't look on them all that favorably. But anyway, I think John gets a, he gets a really good lesson in just who the hell he is uh-huh. in this. You know, he's taken down quite a few notches. And, you know, he he has to pull his big boy pants up a little bit. He also realizes yeah. how cold it is.
4: It's and
3: how- very cold up on the wall. He, <laughs> he thinks he'll never be warm again. It's very cold on the wall. We have four boys go after John here, four of them, and... It's interrupted by Donald Noy, who's the armorer. And I mean, John, he was doing all right for himself because he has been trained. He knows how to fight. And right. Right. Donald gives him a stern talking to. All of these things.
2: Tells him that he needs to get his attitude together or he had better start sleeping with a knife by his bed because somebody's going to kill him. And then he meets up with Tyrion again.
3: Right. Right. And he spends his days. Riding the wall and his knights dicing and drinking with Sir Alistair and Bowen Marsh and the other high officers. He eats at Mormon's table. So, I mean, he's a Lannister. He's free to associate with those in command. Yeah. And Tyrion and John have a lovely little. Conversation here as well. And Tyrion calls him Lord Snow. He gives him the really good advice. If they give you a name and they see that it hurts you, they'll keep using it. So don't let it hurt you. Take that name for yourself. They call me Imp.
2: Right. Right. And then John gets a letter, or he gets a, yeah.
3: Right. Right. Ow. It's, it's he about- owl. He <laughs> gets an owl. He, he gets a raven about Bran who has woken up. And he's going to be crippled for the rest of his life.
4: Then he pisses off Sir, then he. Sir
3: Alistair, yeah. Yeah.
2: He pisses Sir Alistair
3: off. Because he starts showing, well, he offers, not even starts, but he just offers to show Gren a little bit of swordplay and Alistair. Just butts in and he says, Lord Snow wants to take my place. I'll have an easier time teaching a wolf to juggle than you will training this aurochs. And Jon says, I'll take that wager. I'd love to see ghosts juggle. (laughs) And the room goes silent. Crickets are going off in the background. And, And Tyrion Busts a gut laugh, and then three of the Black Brothers join in after the ice is broken, and everyone is laughing at Sir Alissar. And he oh that he makes a mortal enemy right there.
2: Yep. And then dum, 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 we Check know it. that John. You know, we know how that John has got big problems now.
3: Yeah.
2: And we have another Ned. Ned. We have another Ned.
3: And it is let's see what's going on here oh yes they're having a council meeting a messenger has come requesting the honor of the hand's presence as soon as it's convenient and Ned snaps it will be convenient on the morrow and the steward <laughs> bows and says I shall give the counselors your regrets
4: <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah he,
3: he goes to the meeting and we have our friend Varus again and he's very obsequious and he's I'm grievous sad to hear about your troubles on the King's Road. And his hand left powder stains on Ned's sleeve, and he smelled as foul and sweet as flowers on a grave. Yeah. He's He's so
2: just wicky. creepy. Just <laughs> creepy, 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 creeptastic.
3: Makes, makes my skin crawl.
2: Creeperific. Creepelicious.
3: Sketchtastic.
2: Skeevy.
3: Ooh, good yeah. one skeevy
0: skeevy
2: skeevy <laughs> let's see we learn that lord renley likes to get dressed very well
3: I thought you were going to say lord renley likes to put on dresses
0: <laughs> <laughs> well does he uh,
3: i don't know does i don't it? think that's ever we don't
0: know renley's private business perhaps he no. does like to put on dresses
3: We don't get a chapter from his perspective in this book, unfortunately. No, we
2: don't. But we know that he was resplendent in dark green velvet. Hey,
3: hey, what's wrong with dark green velvet?
2: With a dozen... It's a Slytherin. Yep, with a dozen golden stags embroidered on his doublet.
3: Oh, a they should cloth, be silver. A
2: cloth of gold half-cape was draped casually across one shoulder, fastened with an emerald brooch.
3: If we replace all this gold with silver, I'm down with it. Five silver snakes.
2: There are worse crimes, Rinley said with a laugh. The way you dress, for one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Little- just... I'm seeing I'm I'm seeing Renly on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm imagining that he's totally manscaped. He got his manny and petty before he went to the council meeting. That's just me.
0: Well I'm, I'm I, I, I I I still am on Renly in a dress, though.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Let's see. Ned gets a I'm little I'm sure
0: it's a pretty dress.
2: Yeah, Ned gets a little snippy with Peter.
3: Yeah, I understand you knew my brother Brandon as well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's just like, this dickweed, I have to deal with him again.
3: Yeah, and he says, did Brandon speak of me? And Ned says, often, and with some heat. (laughs) (laughs) In other words, he didn't like you either. (laughs)
4: Yeah, let's see.
3: We meet Grand Maester Pycelle, who is a very old man. He's got a very full beard. Yeah. He, he's got a Dumbledore beard.
2: Yes. Except for when I thought, when I pictured Picel in my brain, I always thought that Dumbledore's beard was... Silver. Well, no, kind of like an an awesome thing to behold. Like, it would be yep. impressive and, you know, just cool. Picel's beard gives me the
0: creeps. Because I, <laughs> like I feel like it's just that- old.
2: Well, I yeah. just, I just feel like there's something crawling in it, or you know, last week's lunch. Is <laughs> Maybe still hot. did he get seasick in
3: it? No, <laughs> no that's gross.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm just worried that he's saving a little bit of last week's lunch, or you know, he's got a little bit of thread twisted from an old cloak in there, and yeah, I mean, it just <laughs> it creeps me out. <sighs> okay, But
3: well, he is a grand maester and his maester's collar was no simple metal choker such as maester lewin wore it was two dozen heavy chains wound together into a ponderous metal necklace that covered him from throat to breast the links were forged of every metal known to man black iron red gold bright copper dull lead steel and tin and pale silver and brass and bronze and platinum garnets amethysts black pearls emeralds rubies i mean this guy's been around a while he has studied a lot of stuff yeah you really could regard each of these links as a degree a college degree a bachelor of arts or a bachelor of science. in that's
0: what I tend, I mean, I think I'm sure they, I think they do explicitly say that basically that each link is like your mastery of a certain subject.
3: Right. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, and that in and of itself, you know, that he's ancient. I mean, because he had to study all of it somewhere and, That all that didn't come... Right.
3: Right! Whether or not it's specifically mentioned here, it's certainly no spoiler that the Maester training facility is in a place called the Citadel, which is located in the city of Old Town. If you look at the map in the front of your book, it is in the south and it is in the very southwest of the continent.
2: Yes. And we do learn more about Old Town, but not for a long while.
3: Correct.
2: We now are going to learn that Robert has a big fat plan to hold a big grand tourney.
3: And it's a wonderful idea.
2: Except for the fact that they can't afford it.
3: And the fact that it's supposed to be in Ned's honor and he wants no part of it.
0: Yeah. We're gonna hold attorney in your honor, aren't you excited? No. And no, and not. you need to find a hundred
2: thousand bucks to do it with. Yes. yes. And we're three million bucks in debt. Actually we're
3: six million pieces in debt. Three million is just to the Lannisters.
0: I think Ned is regretting taking this job. Yes. Yeah and this is just like the first
2: afternoon that he gets to King's Landing.
3: Yeah. Seriously. I think he has
2: he had he, long enough to change his clothes before he got he
3: in. He was able to take a nap I think, like a real short nap. Yeah, oh no, no, he didn't even No,
2: oh, he changed his clothes. It was the
3: same day.
2: Yeah, oh, because goodness. that's when he walked in and they were like tomorrow and he's like no, I'll do it now.
3: Yeah, he's dreaming of a long hot soak a roast fowl and a feather bed. Right. Right.
2: And so now he changes, he changes his robe or whatever his whatever it is that they wear or he's wearing and, and he, Cause he can't wear the same thing in the South as what he was wearing in the North. And it's silk and whatever. And, and he goes to the meeting and, and so he's had no rest and no food. And he's, and
3: he's cranky.
2: He's very cranky. I don't have a South system. He's very, very cranky. And then he has to go through this meeting and suffer through all of this meeting. And then he finally makes it back to his room. And guess what? Peter comes up and says, Hey, you're going to come with me.
3: Yeah, your wife is uh, in town,
2: and that kind of unhinges Ned, and Ned's just like, "Screw you, Peter! Get the heck out!" Because, and you know, blah blah, and and then they really, he really figures out that Caitlin's there, and that Peter's put her in a whorehouse. Boom shabba
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> In yeah, a brothel, it,
0: isn't that a really good place to hide, though? It's a great place. No one would ever think to, to look there.
3: Yeah, huh? It's a and great. He's, he draws his dagger on Peter, and he's going to kill him. And then Sir Roderick comes out. Ned and Caitlin are reunited. It's very nice.
2: Yeah, I mean, and and all after all that, I mean. They didn't even get time alone. Boom, shabba, lubba, lubba. And they were in
3: a brothel. Would you, Would you? if you were in that position, would you really want to do it there? Who knows when the last time the place was cleaned? Or I did mean, they I stick don't... her in one of those upper class brothels?
2: I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the standards are for any of this. I mean, but it I'm if you a... I don't
0: think Westeros has standards for brothels.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time he saw her? you got to think he's been having a rough day.
3: Yeah, true that, but... You don't all
4: you need is a wall. <laughs>
3: Professional <laughs> advice from Jed the Whore.
2: <laughs> I mean, my God, you just need something to lean against.
3: <laughs> and actually, if you're of sufficiently low body mass, you can do it standing in the middle of a room.
0: Yes, you can. This is so, I take it there's no zoning for brothels. No, <laughs> you, you really
2: don't need a lot. I mean, you really don't have to touch much. You just have to drop your drawers.
3: Fasten Kick everybody zip. out of the room. Fasten. <laughs> no, it would be
0: Unfashion, unfasten. Unzip, but zip. yeah, I like, I I like the phrase.
3: Fasten zip.
0: Fasten zip.
3: Jen, too. We what? have a question for you. When, huh? you put, when you put your pants on in the morning, do you fasten, <laughs> then zip, or do you zip and then fasten?
0: I Fasten and then zip. Excellent. Obviously. Can we talk socks? I'm not having
3: this conversation.
0: (laughs) What about socks?
3: (laughs) Well, I
0: will ask This is all
3: related to the Babylon Five. Is it sock
0: sock or shoe shoe sock sock shoe shoe or sock
4: shoe sock shoe? Sock shoe sock shoe.
0: Really?
3: Interesting. Here's another question. When you put your pants on, is it one leg at a time or both at once and hop?
4: Oh,
2: one leg at a time. Okay. Because usually I'm standing in the middle of my closet and I put one leg in and then the other. Can we
0: define one leg in and then the other? Like do you, how far do you pull it up when you put one leg in?
2: I put one leg all the way in so that my foot is all the way through. And then I stand on that leg and then I put the other foot in
0: okay i yeah i don't do that it's basically i i stick one foot in the hole and i stick the other foot in the hole and then i pull them up i mean i probably pull it up to my
2: knee or whatever but the the foot's all the way maybe my thigh i don't know i (laughs) hell i don't know i don't think about this stuff i just put on my pants
3: (laughs) some people think about this stuff
0: yeah some people do
3: you think about this stuff a lot yeah Look okay. I'm sorry I asked.
2: When you They're hook your bra, when you put oh. on your bra, do you hook in the front and then twist it around? It,
0: or you, I hook the, it in the back. Okay. Without looking. What about you? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I used to do that until I hosed up my shoulder. Shoulder. But hopefully, I will go back to doing that someday.
3: That's I don't girl? do either. Right now,
2: <laughs> I have right now I have to do it the old lady
3: way. Yeah, very- I, I don't do either way. I don't wear a bra.
0: And then there's the question of, can you take your bra off without taking off your shirt? Yes. I do that oh, all the so time. Good. It feels so good.
2: Yes, it does. That's the first thing that I do in the evening when I know that, you know, like dinner's done and nobody's going to come knocking on the door. I
3: if also, if yep. I wore a bra, I would probably feel the same way about it. Actually, it would probably come off as soon as I walked through the door from getting home from work.
2: Sometimes I do that, too. Yeah. I have this comfy clothes rule
0: mm-hmm. I
2: have that if I'm going to be at home, I'm going to be comfortable. That's a good anything, rule to have. I don't want anything to be pinching me or poking me or...
3: Constricting or... Constric-
2: yeah. Constricting me, and so... If I'm going to be at home, I want to be comfortable. So it's kind of dangerous. So don't ever come knocking on my door if I'm not
4: expecting you. She's so big.
3: Yeah, this, of course, um, is the obvious question. Jen, Two, what are you wearing right now?
2: Um, not a bra. Actually, I'm wearing a very roomy Indianapolis Colts T-shirt. A championship Indian t-shirt. Catholics. And I'm wearing a pair of old navy jammy pants. Like those yummy soft cotton jammy pants. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So I'm very casual at the moment. But nice. I am definitely not wearing any
0: foundation undergarments. Nor I- am I.
3: <laughs> it, In yes.
0: fact, over the course of this podcast, I have removed my shoes and also.
3: Oh God! PS is stripping on the podcast. I'm not.
0: I stopped stripping. I just took off two things. If you count shoes as one thing. Oh no! Before the before podcasts, I get as
2: comfortable as possible. I remove my shoes and my socks. I get a glass of whatever I want to drink. I get the book. Or I need another drink. Whatever. But y'all I, can come
0: with me because I'm portable.
2: I get as I get like all comfy, I get as I get as comfy as possible. I get everything that I could possibly need.
3: Very good. I would be that way, but I am not in fact at my own house. That sucks. I have yet to sign up for internet service.
0: <laughs> What's taking you so long?
3: I'm lazy. Do
0: You want me to do it for you?
3: <laughs> if you I have re- the time.
0: I realize that your world has been
2: rocked death. But mm-hmm. that happened a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, so, you know
4: what I mean. What time can you be home? Of, I'll set up an appointment.
3: I've, I've been taking care of other bills and
4: time to situations move on. That, yes, time, yes, I've, I've broken time. up
3: with my previous internet connection, and I need to go out into the field again.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need to. You need the problem
3: to is there's only one service available where I am, and that's Comcast.
2: Oh, yeah, I have Comcast. I, I have to do it too just bite it bite the bullet
3: it's horrible they have this offer price on the website of like $23 and then you get further in and you find out oh no it's actually $41 because
0: they add all this stuff
3: yeah well it's that price is apparently for existing customers who are just adding internet service it's very deceptive oh yeah if you want just internet, it's like $41, 42 plus equipment rental fees and all this garbage. You it shouldn't
2: need me, equipment, do you?
3: It makes me angry. And when Dr. Evil gets angry, Mr. Bigglesworth gets upset.
0: It's internet.
3: Well, the modem, the DSL I modem. I bet you could
0: up, do up, up, it yourself, up, up. you you, Mr. Computer. You couldn't fix it up yourself.
3: I would have to buy a DSL modem, which I could do.
0: You realize that's meaningless to me. I have no idea what you mean.
3: Yes, I know. The the black box, I would have to buy one of those. Those.
0: okay you I mean I wasn't I didn't know if you, I mean did PS in terms of generality she once
3: described box. her internet setup to me so I know how <laughs> the, to the, yeah, to the black
0: it has a black box and a blue box and death yeah. the, the B- Need beep- the black box. Get the beepy thing with the light.
3: Yeah, I'm speaking the PS. black box
0: that has green lights. The
3: black box I would need to get, and I would probably need to get a blue box as well.
0: Oh, so you can go different places and not stay with the the, the
3: cord. Right, right. Well, I mean, not that my apartment is tremendously big, but I I do like. Not having core.
0: It's cords. nice to be able to move around.
3: Yeah, it most definitely is.
0: Hmm. Okay. Anyway, Do they know? don't have they don't have internet in Westeros yet. No, they no, really nobody, don't. Nobody has come with a black box, and I think they would have solved a lot of their problems if they did have internet. Because then Kat could have just IM'd Ed Ned and not gone all this way, and then
3: she would have been in the safety her, of Winterfell and just sent an instant and message. And then Mister
0: Um, them. the guy would still have a beard. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Sir Roderick.
0: Just curious,
2: how much farther are we going to go on this tonight?
3: I don't know. Yeah, uh, me neither. I, I started on page 91, and I'm currently on 167. There's a couple pages left in the chapter where they're having the meeting here at the Whorehouse.
0: Well, I'm on 199, so we've come, in my it's, book, we've come 100 pages.
3: And it's going into the Tyrion chapter. Yeah. Um, if. I don't know. Do you want to keep going? We
0: could stop if you wanted to. It kind of is a. You think it's a good? you think it's a good stopping point?
3: I don't know. We sort of derailed. We can go back if we want to. But
2: Oh, this underwear talk. Yeah, I'm kind of derailed. I'm taking Vicodin. Okay. Okay.
3: Fine. Do you want to finish the chapter at least? Sure. Yeah, we'll
2: finish the chapter.
3: Okay, so they're meeting in the whorehouse. We've discovered that this dagger once belonged to Littlefinger, but he lost it to Tyrion Lannister betting at the last tournament. tournament. He bet on his brother Jaime and... Let's see. How did, how did that work, actually? Because I thought... That Tyrion always bet on his family. Sir Jamie in the jousting. Sir Loris Terrell unhorsed him.
2: Looking, looking. I'm very derailed and I'm still looking.
3: Okay, the, yeah. All right, I right. I've got it. It's at the last. Of the last Caitlin chapter, Peter says it's mine, and Caitlin says yours. It made no sense. Peter had not been at Winterfell until the tourney on Prince Joffrey's name day. Peter says I backed Sir Jamie in the jousting along with half the court. When Loras Tyrell unhorsed him, many of us became a trifle poorer. Sir Jamie lost a hundred golden dragons, the queen lost an emerald pendant, and I lost my knife. Her grace got the emerald back, but the winner kept the rest. And who was the winner? It was Tyrion. Tyrion Lannister. So that doesn't gel with what we hear him say later on that he never bets against his family.
0: Right, right. Right. So but that's then, why they were yeah.
3: confused. That's why I was confused, because he he does say that. So, yeah, it was Tyrion's dagger, and what we're led to believe is that as part of this Lannister shenanigans, he gave it to this assassin to kill Bran with.
4: I'm thinking
2: they were all a little drunk that day or something. I don't...
3: They were on Vicodin. (laughs) Yep. That is really... It. About it, yeah, okay, there we go. They're discussing the troubles they have, and they're going to do an investigation mm-hmm, yep. here, and they're going to wait until they have proof to go before Robert, proof of the involvement with Bran, proof that the Lannisters murdered John Arryn.
4: Right. Yeah. Right!
3: And when he knows the truth and has proof, he's going to go to Robert, and Robert is going to dispense justice. Yes. And it ends on sort of a melancholy but hopeful note. You really want to get behind Ned and... And say, you really want them to find that proof and you want to see these wicked Lannisters punished because they're a bunch of degenerate heathens who like to have sex with each other.
0: Yes. Except Tyrion. Right.
3: Right.
2: Because nobody really wants to have sex with Tyrion.
3: Poor Tyrion. Poor Tyrion.
2: At least for right now, anyway.
3: Right. Right. Later on when he becomes more important, presumably he will be more attractive to women.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: So are we going to be back in two weeks? We are going to be back in two weeks. And by then, perhaps Ryan will have finished the book and he will be fully joining us. Cool. I,
3: I wouldn't hold my breath.
0: Me He's, either, he's but
3: only on like chapter five.
0: We'll find out or at least he'll have more input. Well, maybe he'll be caught up with us. Maybe. That could work as well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that could work as well. If he could just catch up with us, that would be nice. Yeah, Cause because there's kind of a once good once again, to stop. we did about one hundred pages in my book at least this week, so it seems like we're being pretty even. So I mean, it was means-
2: pretty a pretty good place to stop because it was
0: it's right when Ed starts to
2: be the hand, and so right. we start right. getting to the the parts about being in the castle and we do get some intrigue coming up and
0: the investigation
3: and-, and the tournament and learning about bastards and, and so yeah. forth and so on.
0: And Varys.
3: And Varys. Creepy Varus, the child molester.
0: The
2: powder print leaving Ugh. white van driving. <laughs> Yuck.
3: Guys, wicked squicky. Yeah, skeev, skeev, skeev.
0: All right, then. So we That's, will. We All have right. been. This has been the Pupua Exchange
3: episode twenty nine.
0: I think so, without looking yeah. at the schedule. But the
3: se- yeah. <laughs> yes, check the schedule.
0: The schedule, schedule. I miss Keza. Yeah, <laughs> and her, her Australian ness. Yes, she's very busy, girl. All that working, productive.
3: Working. Everyone must work.
0: Yes, I know. All men must work. I know it's all men must die, but yeah. forgive me for the bastardization of the quote.
3: I've got this line from a Mario Puzo book running through my head. It's a mafia book, and he says uh, that necessary work that some men must do.
2: That's funny. I've got a song for the jerk crying through
3: my head. We're on and That's okay.
4: Tonight you belong to me oh i'm
2: sorry i can't even i'm not even on t- in tune
3: no that was very very out of tune
2: i know i'm not even pretending okay. i've just got bernadette peters strumming her little ukulele kind of <laughs> yikes
0: uh I we guess can all say time. goodbye yes time to say goodnight. Goodnight. good night good night bye, bye. bye.